The Andy Griffin Show, the number one talk show in St. George, starring Andy Griffin. Yeah, that's me. Thanks for tuning in today, eight minutes after nine o'clock. This is KDXU, a beautiful day on tap and a beautiful weekend on tap, but maybe especially like to catch a little country music. Uh, up in Cedar City, they've got a concert, Colin Ray, and uh, it's been, uh, I don't know, I guess we could call it some controversy swirling around this concert, and we've got uh, Eric Eric Mutsos, did I say your name right? You did. Hey, lucky guess, I guess. Uh, Eric, thank you for coming on the program today. Tell us a little bit about your journey now with, well, no, let's, let's back up. Tell us about yourself first and uh, how people might know you. Uh, you've been uh, pretty active in social media lately. Yeah, so uh, I used to be a Salt Lake City police officer uh, for about seven years. Mm-hmm. I um, I called out their quota system when I was on the bicycle unit. They wanted us to arrest five people per day. Um, really? I told them I wouldn't do it, and that's kind of when I got on their list. And I had never been written up in seven years. And it was misdemeanors. It wasn't just traffic tickets. They wanted five misdemeanors a day. And I recorded my sergeant doing it. And a few years later, they ended up taking my police badge because they wanted five of us to celebrate in the LGBT parade in our uniforms. And so I asked for a, I asked for a position trade, and they took my badge for discrimination. Um, really? Just I, I, I said that I would do security for the event, but I didn't want to be in their speech, but that wasn't good enough. So I've been hiding out. I moved to southern Utah, which has been amazing. Um, and then this whole COVID thing happened. And when I, a lot of my buddies from the police department text me saying there was a snitch line up at, um, up in Salt Lake City. If you're not social distancing, you snitch on your neighbor. No kidding. And, and so I called and turned myself in to the snitch line and said that we we're going to have a big rally. And so a little over a month ago, we had about two to 3,000 people show up in, in Salt Lake City Hall. It was, it was pretty awesome. I know your friends with Brian Hyde. We've had him on the show a couple of times, and, and he talked about uh, how well run your, your event was and, and has been. Uh, no violence, uh, nothing inappropriate, just, just some people out there trying to exercise their freedom. Well, then it was incredibly inappropriate because we were going to kill everybody, including Grandma. <laughs> and and so that's what the media was doing. Right. And what we've seen over the last you know few weeks is how incredibly genius COVID really is. I mean, this mutation is amazing. It can jump over Lagoon. It can jump over mm-hmm. BMX races. It can jump over Walmart and liquor stores. You know, it can it can jump over riots. Uh, it's, it's it's really smart. It, it is. We have to study this thing. Yeah. Figure out how that happens. Maybe we can get it to jump over other places, huh? It's amazing. And it knows how much tax is going to come into the state. You know, that's how smart <laughs> this thing is. And so so we had we had the concert in, uh, in Kaysville with Mayor Katie Witt. The city council turned on her, and they were going to turn sprinklers on her really? on, on the Colin Ray show. So the mayor was on board, Absolute, and the city council no, said no. So they were, too. She went to them before we made the oh. announcement and before we did the press release. All of them said yes. Ah. And as soon as, 24 hours later, as soon as the heat came, um, they turned on her. Where did the heat come from, do you think? Was it just, just all the constituents and all the people in Kaysville that, hmm. that didn't like this idea? And so they turned on her. And, and you, they, they, you, knew, they knew Colin Ray was coming. Like one of, one of the, uh, Michelle Barber, one of the city council members, she said, oh my gosh, I love Colin Ray. This is awesome. Mm-hmm. And then the next day, she wants to turn sprinklers on Colin, and so they just censured Katie Witt. They just had it. They just completely did a vote to censure her, and and during it, Katie Witt said, "Would you have turned on the sprinklers for Black Lives Matter?" 
mm. and they they were dead stuck in their words because no they wouldn't have but they're right. going to turn it on a on a patriotic concert trying to help small business so then we went to Twila, and that was even worse uh, hypocrisy from their government. Yeah, the, the word now, I remember the news cycle coming through there. You guys, you know, coming through the wire is, okay, it, it's, it's not going to happen in Kaysville, but Tooele County Commissioners have given the okay. Nope, nope, no. nope, no. Nope. What happened was we had it on private property at an amphitheater that holds 10,000 people. Okay. They don't need to get a permit. It's private. It's private, and it's already sanctioned for 10,000 people. Mm-hmm. Well, the health department came in and shut it down the county commissioner up there had a fit because we didn't come and kiss his ring and uh Mm -hmm. he went to a judge and they put an injunction they put a a restraining order a a a district judge put a restraining order said we were going to kill people we were going to cause irreparable damage to utah um at the exact same time they were having a motocross bmx event that twila county was hosting where thousands of people were gathered including vendors this is the hypocrisy that we are living in in America right well, now. You talked about this magic disease, this magic virus that can skip a BMX event but would apparently show up at a, at a country music concert. My, my hope is that when, when they try to do this crap again in, you know, in a few months, once the waves start getting even bigger, that every person in America and all this small business owner says, absolutely not. That's my hope. Because they're going to do it again. Well, well, and, let's, and we'll, we'll get more on the concert in a second, but... Shouldn't the answer have been absolutely not the first time? And why wasn't it? Uh, look, it's they don't. The health departments and the government—they are so far out of control right now. They they don't know what to do, and that's why they shouldn't have done anything to begin with. And and that's the truth. It's it's like look, they're trying to to save us, right? The government was never meant to to protect our health, ever. They were there to protect our rights, mm-hmm. but they have they have ripped our rights away. It went the other way. Now they're protecting, trying to protect health and not rights. Exactly, all in the name of health and safety, and that's how we lose our freedoms. That's how we lose our liberty, just like that overnight. Do you, uh, looking back at your police career and now what's going on with this, do you have regrets? On oh, maybe I shouldn't have said anything. Maybe I shouldn't have done anything. Or are you are you still feeling pretty? pretty uh, adamant yeah the only thing that i would have done differently is not been more vocal from more the vocal. very yeah from the okay. very beginning i would have said absolutely not here's the eeoc because it's in the eeoc i didn't even know that that you can get a position trade um you can get a reasonable accommodation for your religion and to to go from being a participant in in a parade that goes against your values to do security for it that is a very reasonable trade hmm. and so i would have been more vocal would have been interesting if you would have used a, a religion angle in that. I, I did. Oh, did you? No, I did. I and, told, I said this is it. against my faith. I said if this was an abortion parade, I wouldn't want to be in it. Right. And, and I still love all of these people, but I do not advocate this. And then the sergeant said, "We do advocate this. Salt Lake City does advocate it." And I said, "You're putting yourself in a really bad spot because soon as soon as government wants to come in on people's speech, then." What's going to happen is they can't stop it. Meaning, if the KKK wanted the uh, police to come in on their speech, how can they say no? Yeah, because well, now they're, said yes to they're now they're discriminating. Yeah, and so I'm telling you, the government needs to get the heck out of our lives. All right, let's talk about Colin Ray a little bit. This uh, is awesome. We've we've got it now in Cedar City. Uh, so far, and, and I don't want to jinx anything, but so far everything's green lights. We got right? a permit. We got to permit all county commissioners. Paul Cousins really is the one that made this happen. Paul Cousins is amazing. He's an amazing, amazing uh, representative 
now leader, because when, when you have a representative and they actually do something that's um, it's going against the grain, they turn into a leader. Yeah, and he, bold. Yeah, he's been a leader in it. And and so we have we have the permit, we have all the safety precautions, we have toilets, we have hand-washing stations, we have hand sanitizer, we have masks donated, we have EMTs, we have uh, an ambulance coming, uh, we have security. <laughs> so, you know, it's a... Uh, I never want to promote a concert again, that's for sure, because this is out of control. By the way, Eric is ripped, so he says security. You could probably just put him as a bouncer, and you'd be good. (laughs) So uh, he's still still working out a bit, huh, Eric? Yeah, I'm a slave to the gym, unfortunately. (laughs) Nothing wrong with that, Uh, taking care of yourself. Uh, So we're excited. It's at Iron. So if you want to come, it's at Iron Springs Adventure Resort. If you go to www.iron.com, utahbusinessrevival.com then you can uh, sign up for RSVP for free tickets if you're a small business and you're listening to this and you want a booth you get a free booth just go to utahbusinessrevival.com um, and and let us know you want a booth and we'll find space for you because that's the whole point of this it's not just a concert this is a business revival and my vision was that we were going to work directly with city mayors and, and allow space for these small businesses to come and set up so that we can help them immediately because they're dying. And, and Colin Ray is just an added um, benefit to, to these small businesses. That's the whole point of the Utah Business Revival. Can you talk about Colin Ray a little bit? How has he been through all this? Because he's kind of had his chain yanked a little bit too. Oh, it's, yeah, it's been stressful for everyone. I mean, to, to say that how we were welcome in this city, he's all pumped up, and then not. And then welcome in Tooele, and we're all pumped up, and then not. And so I, I, I feel for him, but at the same time, he's not a quitter. He's like, he's like me. I don't, I don't quit. And in America, we don't quit. And that's, right. this has almost turned into a symbol. Like, we, we cannot stop, and we cannot let the government stop us from, from exercising our First Amendment rights and to provide for our families with our businesses. Do you, uh, you, you talked about masks and, uh, you know, all that kind of stuff. Is there going to be some concessions made to try to appease, mm-hmm. you know? A, well, it's not really appease. It's just for people that want masks, we'll have them there for you. Okay. Um, I don't know how many we're getting, but we're getting the actual ones that they say work instead of like a dirty shirt over your face. Right. right. So um, the, it's like the N whatever mask. N95, yeah. Yeah, so we'll have those. Um, but most people... I think most people are really over this, except people at Costco. But yeah. I think most people are just over this. And, and and the far left in the country, they know that. They know that it's people are done. So out, out, out comes the race wars. And it's really sad to watch what's happening across the country with our police departments and with this unruly civil unrest turned riots. It's, it's really, really alarming to me. We, uh, I, there was a poll yesterday, and I'm not sure who did the poll, and you know how polls can be. You can not, can't, what's it Rush Limbaugh says? You, uh, a poll uh, is, is meant to shape policy when it really, or, or, but policies are actually shaping polls nowadays. But anyway, the poll was that two-thirds of Americans would not go to a sporting event and would not get on an airplane right now. What are your thoughts on that, Eric? Uh, it doesn't surprise me mm-hmm. um, just because because so many people in the United States right now are are they're just living at a place of fear i mean just a total place of fear and it and it's got to stop i mean it, the truth is we're going to be fine 99 point you know something percent we're going to be just fine um we need to get we need that herd immunity that's what needs to happen as quickly as possible 
Do you feel like, I mean, you've had the rug pulled out from you a couple of times now with this concert. Do you feel like there's any chance that happens again, or are we good to go and, and nothing's going to stop it? We have the permit. We have the government on board up there um, as much as possible. The sheriff's not going to make any arrests. We have the permits there. We've got the county commissioners on board. The The health department guy is not doing anything. Dr. Blodgett, he's, he's, um, he's been really good to work with. And so we're, I mean, barring Governor Herbert coming in with the military, you know, we're, we're, all systems go. Are you, have you had attention from national media on this? Yeah, yeah, we have. I've, I've been on a few different uh, programs and um, they're watching. I'm curious what their reaction is, you know, because a lot of the, a lot of the media nowadays are relatively liberal. What are, what are their thoughts? I mean, do they kind of approach you with this? At first, they we were going to kill everyone. Yeah. But I think now that they see the hypocrisy of these riots and this Black Lives Matter disaster, um, they they realize they don't have a leg to stand on. Yeah. Good call on that. Good call, Colin. Good calling on that. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, all right. Now you said you're not a concert promoter, by the way, folks. Everybody, you know, no, you know, and I'm never going to do this again. Like, <laughs> we're going to. I just want to help these businesses, you know. But you know, I used to pursue country music. Like 15 years ago, I was on a small record label out of Atlanta, Georgia. Evander Holyfield is the is one of my friends, one of my good friends. He he owned the label, and so I had opened up for Colin Ray 15 years ago. Really? And that's wow. how I know Colin. And that's how I called him and said, hey, we got this thing. Do you want to do it? And he's like, I'm in. You, you play the guitar and all that, Eric? Yeah, I do. Do you? Oh, man, you should have brought it. That would have been really cool. Get you get you on here opening up for Annie Griffin. That'd be cool. I'll, uh, do, I'll do it. All right. All right. <laughs> next time. Next time. Now, uh, Utah Business Revival, uh, this is just born just out of COVID-19, right? This is- yeah, it was just a call to action uh, with the snitch line. And then we asked everybody to buy food from Salt Lake City. So we had a huge picnic on the, on Mayor Mendenhall's, you know, grass. Really? On the city and county building. And it was super controversial, but the spirit of freedom was amazing. And there were no spikes in COVID. That's the funny thing. We've had four events where thousands of people have come. No spikes. No spikes. Mm. Because it's out. We're safer than Walmart. Well, and, 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 you know, you said facetiously, well, it's amazing how COVID-19 can skip riots and things like that. And, and yet, you know, it would land on a concert or something well, like that. Well, and it that. lands on a small business. And it lands yeah. on a little restaurant that they're making, you know, operate at 40%. It's, it's, it's theft. These health departments, they need to be held accountable, and I hope they get sued, and I hope they get sued personally, and they need to be held accountable for stealing from these small businesses across our country. What do you think is the ultimate motivation behind them? Because I agree with you. I think that this never should have happened, and these businesses should never have been shut down, but ultimately there's someone somewhere that was motivated enough to make this happen what do you think the motivation was well i think it's coming from the world you know health or whatever they call it, the who the who yeah the world um, Health which they are very very well funded by people that do not want the united states to operate like the united states operates um i i believe that i believe george soros um is funding places like antifa and black lives matter and I, I believe it's a very – now, most people, including most in the Utah Health Department, I don't think they have a clue who's, who's pulling it. But, but if they knew, I, I, I believe they would quickly jump on the side of freedom because that's what's going to – they are literally taking our freedoms as we speak right now. I wonder, Eric, what do you think about this? Uh, 
I think it was March 12th, two Utah, well, one Utah Jazz player and then a second one came down with it. And that seemed to be the real, kind of the spark that started the fire. Uh, the NBA shut down immediately. Uh, then mm-hmm. they talked about all the other sports shutting down, and they did, and, and being delayed and things like that. If someone not quite, if, if they hadn't been so high profile, do you think that it would have been as bad as it's been? Yeah, I do. do I th- yeah, it was just, it didn't matter. It's like uh George Floyd. It didn't matter if it was George Floyd. They would have found somebody else mm. to do what they were going to do. So it wouldn't have mattered if it was Utah Jazz or anything. It, that's, that was going to go down. It was going to happen whether we wanted it to or not. That's so, right. But what's the best thing I as an individual now can do to help, uh, help, help get our freedoms back? Yeah. Use your voice. Uh, if you have social media, speak about it. Articulate yourself. Follow your conscience. Because the only way that we get out of this is by every single person following their conscience properly. It can't just be one person. It has to be everybody. And Mm. everybody that believes this in their heart that are afraid, they need to start speaking up. Because when more people speak up, it lights the way for other people to speak up. You know, Eric, I have a little bit of a, a fear of heights. I'm not afraid of flying. I'm not afraid of being on my roof, but I'm afraid of that, that height in between. You know, like, like I can't go to the edge of a cliff and look over like a lot of people can do. Mm-hmm. There's a fear there that I have, you know, most of my life I've been trying to overcome. Mm-hmm. There's a fear, I think, out there of people thinking, well, if I go out in public and if I go to the local business, I'm going to get grandma sick or I'm going to this or that is, is, is going to happen. How can we overcome the fear? Stop watching play, things like CNN. Um, stop watching the the mainstream media that have a pure um, biased narrative that is a lie. Just like this whole race war. We are not a racist country. I, in no. my seven years as a cop, I never heard a racial slur from any cop behind the scenes. Not one. Hmm. When I was eight years old, I had, I had pictures of Michael Jordan yeah. and Ozzie Smith, the wizard. Yeah. On, and I'm this sheltered little white boy in Utah, right? Mm-hmm. We are not racist. It's the biggest lie that's being told right now, and and it needs to stop. You know, we we're the most diverse country in the world. We we elected a black president twice, twice, yeah. two times. Like, tell me how racist we are. <laughs> hey, it's unbelievable. In, in that context, it kind of it's like actually humorous. It that, is humorous. You think we are? Yeah, yeah. And, and 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 when you say things like "all lives matter," that's considered racist right now. Mm-hmm. I mean, we are. It is inverted morality. It's inverse morality. Every good is evil. Evil is good. All over the place right now. I grew up in athletics, uh, playing sports, covering sports, um, and I, I had the same experience as you on the police force. It, there, there was when you're on a football team. There's not a black player and a white player. There's your teammate. That's right. And it doesn't matter. You could be Polynesian. You could be Hispanic. Anything. Whatever. It didn't matter to you. He was your teammate. That's right. <laughs> Look, Hol- Evander Holyfield helped me. This this little white guy, right? Yeah. And and he's now one of my best friends. He sends me text messages every day. I have nothing to offer him other than my friendship. And you know who helped him at eight years? He's 60 years old now. You know who helped him? A white man. Hmm. And he came to Evander when he was eight years old, and he said, you're going to be the heavyweight champion of the world, and I'm going to help you. Wow. And and look, yeah, there are some racists out there, but very, very few and far between. That It's it's very few and far between. And and yeah, there's bad cops and there's bad police policy. That's true, but but this this is a total lie that's being told right now. I gotta ask. We've been very serious, but I gotta ask you this: Are you close enough buddies with Evander? You can tease him about his ear. I do all the time. Okay, good. That's that's all I wanted to know there, Eric. Yeah, I do all the time. Awesome. All right, one more time. Details on tomorrow's concert. Where and when? Iron. Well, it's on Saturday. 
So right, right. I said tomorrow. It's Saturday. It's now, on sorry. Saturday. It's from five to ten p.m. Iron Springs Adventure Resort. Just Google it. Um, you can stay on the guy's property Friday and Saturday. You can camp if you have an RV. Just bring it up for free. Um, if nice. you have, if you have tents, you can bring it up for free. If you have a small business, sign up. Make sure to join our Facebook group, Utah Business Revival, um, and then sign up uh, Utah Business Revival for alerts just in case Facebook takes us down. Well, I hope this thing uh, explodes in a good way. I hope you get more people than you can even handle up there at at the concert. Thank you, Eric, so much. Yeah, thanks so much for having me. Great to talk to you today. Eric Mutsos, it's the Colin Ray deal, not tomorrow night, Saturday night from 5 to 10 p.m. And like I said, I wish them all the best. Welcome back to the program. Andy Griffin with you. It's 932 and it is Mayor Thursday. I had a little late start with the mayor because uh, Eric Mutsos, we had him on to talk a little bit about the concert going up, going on in Cedar City uh, on Saturday. Now, uh, you, you guys actually, Mayor, I'm with Mayor John Brownell, by the way, from Hurricane. You guys actually had a little bit of a concert uh, last week, didn't you? Wasn't there something in town there in Hurricane? Uh, well, we have Hairspray, uh, the theatrical production going on in oh, town. Oh, nice. So we're limiting the numbers following the social distancing guidelines. And we also have the theater open that's showing old-time movies and uh, favorite movies. And they're following all of the guidelines of the health department. So, Do you, uh, you know, I know you didn't get to hear a lot of what Eric was saying. But, uh, you know, his, his kind of thought is, hey, you know, the, the government is overstepping its bounds and, ta- you know, taking away people's businesses and basically forcing them to shut down. And he... Uh, he detailed how this concert, this Colin Ray concert, got moved from Kaysville. They got shut down. It got moved to Tooele. They got shut down. Now it's moved to Cedar City, and the Cedar City uh, County Commissioner, or the Iron County Commissioners, are on board for it. They have all the permits and everything. But uh, it's uh, it's been a frustrating road for him, as he all he wanted to do was help Utah businesses and put on a little country concert. Uh, if he were to come to Hurricane City and say, hey, uh, we, we're going to have a concert on private property, but there could be as many as, uh, you know, 3,000 people there, what would your response have been to him? Oh, we'd probably set him up out by Sand Hollow or out on a golf course. And nice. At recommend social distancing and those who are at risk uh, wear their um, protective masks and, and sanitize. Anyway, uh, we ja- Japan as a government decided hey everybody's going to wear masks and we're going to do everything and they haven't had any more higher um, episodes so that they're a good example of of how masks can work Um, sweden is a good example of how social distancing works their norm for their what's called a personal bubble that we in America have is three feet. Theirs is six feet. Really? So they, they just standard stand six feet away and That's interesting. everybody. So they've had uh, less uh, problems. But, you know, I, I've, I've read eight or ten different um, conspiracy theories. And <laughs> you can, and maybe there's some truth to all of them. But the reality is we have coronavirus. It's here. Um, social distancing does work masks and protective things the other thing that's real simple is normal hand washing and taking a shower every day that works too if people get exposed and clean up and wash their hands uh, it, it, it's a oil-based um, virus so if you wash with soap and water you, you're getting rid of it if you take a good shower and use soap and water you're you're getting rid of 
exposure. So, and it's worth noting, chlorine from pools kills the virus as well. So it's safe to swim, which uh, I've spent way too much time in the pool the last uh, three months. <laughs> yeah, and the but the the danger is some people have said, oh, chlorine kills it, so we're going to gargle with it. No, no, it you, work you that can way. cause neurological damage, muscular problems if you're taking in chlorine even even in i mean tip of the pool and start drinking that's a bad idea if you're if you're (laughs) drinking water that's chlorinated that's in the parts per billion and parts per million Um, some people you know even to sanitize it only takes one or two tablespoons or one or two ounces to um, per gallon and one ounce will sanitize in a gallon of water will sanitize things that you wipe down so Do, do you feel like you've had to because you're the leader of a city, uh, maybe be more educated than the average person because you needed to come at this from a point of education? Uh, absolutely. Um, yeah. You know, I'm, I'm watching the international news, the World Health Organization, um, the CDC recommendations. I'm also in healthcare, So, you know, we have nursing homes that have had no additional um, coronaviruses we've thank goodness we've invited the state in come test everybody they've tested and oh you've got two or three residents who have who have had it but they've never had any symptoms and maybe two staff members that have the antigens or have have it we quarantined them nobody else got sick we followed all, all the guidelines you know kept kept everybody washing hands and this was in northern utah anyway um, state health department said hey way to go you guys follow the guidelines and it works and nobody else got sick. And because you were cleaning and following all the hand washing and bathing techniques, no one no one got sick and had the outward thing. So, you know, normal health and hygiene practices and, and, and if you are exposed or have exposures, the normal protective equipment works. So... Isn't it funny, all these things that we, you know, when you raise a child, you teach them to wash your hands, you know, take a shower every day, clean yourself. These are things we've been trying to teach our kids, you know, the all, all, all raising our children. And Dr. Blodgett, bless his heart, he's been trying to teach the public these same things. And uh, sometimes they don't sink in, but it's sad it took this, I guess, to get it to, to be driven home. Yeah, well, I thought it was interesting, too, the... World Health Organization CDC said, hey, we got to watch. If the air cools down, there could be a reoccurrence. Well, we had the Arctic blast last week that came down through the whole United States. That's and right. the southern states that had been warmer and had less cases, boom, they had higher cases. Cool air, huh? So, does you that, know, coronavirus that does best in temperatures under 67 degrees. So That, that kind it, of may be a warning for this fall then, huh? Yeah, it, well, it it's why it thrives in your nostrils and in your lungs in the colder weather because that's the only part of your body that's really taking in cold air. Hmm. So, anyway. Yeah, so we might, I don't know, maybe there be, there may be especially as we start going to athletic events and other other things that, that, you know, we just need to, like you said, we need to follow all those uh, all those things that we've been taught since we were two years old. Yeah. So. And and don't get right in each other's faces. Um, stay three feet. They're also finding little kids have to get closer than eighteen inches. You know, and hmm. and aren't really big big vectors. But you know, uh, and I mean, I read 
literature on all sides of the issues. So one promotes one, one promotes another. And But again, it gets back to basic hygiene and sanitation. And the reality, whoever or whatever may have caused it, it doesn't do us any good to blame and get mad and kill people. Right. Let's just take care of it and be careful and and say, hey, we're going to take the precautions. And I, my goal as a mayor is zero. We don't want anybody in Hurricane to die because that's somebody's child or somebody's dad or somebody's mom or somebody's grandma or grandpa. And so <laughs> let's let's follow the guidelines and promote them. Um, I had some people, mayor, this is all baloney. You know, it's 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 just a it's just a made-up thing, and, and um, you know what? On a scale of 1 to 20, coronavirus is a 2 right. in level of danger. Um, bubonic plague is a 20. German measles is an 18. Um, swine flu and others are a 4. The problem is coronavirus, even being a 2, if you don't do the precautions, you can overload the medical system. Our system's doing well and handling it, and the precautions we've taken are working nationwide. Uh, for Washington County to only lose four, and they all had comorbidities, which means other, they, they, other were, they might have died of heart attack or, a, or upper respiratory or maybe major obesity that was stressing their heart or diabetes or some other thing that pushed them over the top so most healthy people who are exercising eating right taking good care of themselves and having good hygiene hey they they could get exposed and look at the basketball players who hey we didn't even know we had it they tested us and hey we had it and no outward symptoms never been sick because they were exercising doing proper yeah, hygiene yeah. and so on and so forth the only symptom i think uh, rudy gobert came down with was that uh, he lost his sense of uh, taste a little bit for a little <clears> while <throat> that, that was the only symptom, only reason he knew that uh, that he he could tell that he had the disease uh sure you uh, we're talking by the way with john bramble he is the mayor of hurricane city uh mayor he also uh, is in healthcare. you do you own or just manage the uh, uh nursing facilities uh, uh, i own a, an operation and a and an assisted living, and we manage another four uh, nursing homes around the state. And we haven't talked about it for probably a year now, but he also uh, he also is a rancher. Uh, uh, we have elk and cattle elk. and bison. He, elk and cattle and bison. Now he's a rancher. Okay, he's got cows. Well, no, well, it's not just cattle. It's uh, bison and elk, which is uh, pretty fun and creative. Have you ever been charged by one of those? Oh yeah, scariest day of my life was. Um, Apparently, a young heifer um, elk was in heat, and I got between a bull, six-point bull, and that heifer, oh. and had just put a bale of hay out on the on the meadow for them to eat to supplement them through the winter. And um, that bull decided that I was in the wrong place, and he started coming at me. And I started to turn to run and realized I've got to stand him down. So I grabbed my knife out of my holster and pulled it out and. And he saw I stopped, and he stopped at about 5 to 10 feet from me. Oh, that's close. And when you've got 12 sabers, you know, six on each side mm-hmm. pointing at you, and he's and you have a little knife. swinging them, and I've got a little knife, and I'm going, uh, i got to go between the antlers and slit his throat if he's going to take me on. But he 
he stopped, and so I snuck over to a piece of equipment, got in, and then chased him around and taught him a lesson not to mess with me. But <laughs> five hours later, my hands were still shaking from the mm. adrenal rush. Well, he only weighs, what, about 1,500 pounds? No, he was about a 1,000-pound ball. About 1,000, yeah. yeah. And you're, you're going about 190 or something? So. About 220 at the time. Yeah. Yeah. He, he kind of had you at a size disadvantage as well. Yeah, there, and so. he had a lot more weapons. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we got callers lined up. You're, you okay to take a couple of sure. calls? All right. Uh, for, uh, line one, you're on with uh, Andy with Mayor John Bramble. How are you? Is that me? Yeah, that's you. Go ahead. All right. Um, I'm, uh, the first mistake is I turn television on, and I see Minneapolis and New York City and all that. going to defund the police and uh, mm, yeah. uh, do all of that. Now, it seems to me that the only elected... Uh, by the people, uh, law enforcement agent in our county is the sheriff. And, of course, Hurricane has a sheriff uh, department and the entire operation out of purgatory. Now, I'm wondering, and there's duplication in St. George, every city with a police department, every city is duplicating what the sheriff's department is already doing. So we're spending lots of money, we're increasing our taxes because we're double-dipping and we're over-processing um, uh, this when the sheriff is the only person who has legitimate uh, responsibility and accountability. And I'm wondering if Mr. Mayor would be interested in uh, maybe just changing the uniforms and the cars and repaint them and turn all all of those uh, people into deputy sheriffs. Good question, Mayor. What uh, What are your responses? Yeah. I, I remember now. My wife works for Washington City. For a while, there was a time when Washington County Sheriff was the police department taking care of Washington City. They now have their own police force, as Hurricane does. Correct. Correct. And um, he has a point. How and and this is this is the simple answer. The average response time when we were covered by the sheriff's department. 20, 40 minutes um, by having our own hurricane police officers. Average response time, two, five, ten minutes. Really? You know, so the people rose up and said, hey, we want our own police department. If somebody's an intruder at my door or pounding on my door, I don't want somebody in 20, 40 minutes after they've broken in. I want them in two to five minutes. This mayor will continue funding the police department. At the purgatory, that that police that is run by the sheriff's department of the county and we support the county and we have um interlocal agreements to work well together um defunding the the police or sheriff's departments is not an answer in in my book because when i call 911 i want a police officer right there and right now and when i want to call 911 and i want an emt if, if i'm if, if my wife's having a heart attack or I'm having a heart attack, we're really successful, one of the most city, successful cities in the state of saving people in a short time with our EMTs and taking care of incidences. Hurricane often is in the top 20 safest cities, and we have an awesome police force that does a great job, and we have an awesome sheriff department that does a great job here in the county. I support our peace officers nationwide and i support our military pray for them every day and i'm grateful that they're there helping us and that's it that's that's, 
Yeah, that's my position. Let's get back to the police in just a minute. We have a caller. Actually, they keep getting disconnected. Let's see if we can get that caller on the air. Caller, you're on with Andy with Mayor Brammel. How are you? I'm I'm doing fine, Mayor. Out in Hurricane, I they tell me you're you know in the county, you no longer sell the the cans and everything that go in the blue can. Is that everything goes now to the um, to the to the landfill? Is that correct? Uh, they are still recycling things, and there there is a debate on whether it's worth the cost and the county is looking at whether we want to replace that or not and or and the recycling um, as long as there are buyers for the recycling products or people who are processing them we we've, we've been supportive of it but if if that's not the case then it's it's better to put it in the landfill and save the money that answer your question Colin yeah, thanks for calling. Uh, back back to the police department. Um, what, the money that's spent on a local police department, what if all that money were poured into the county sheriff's office? Would that maybe fix the problem of response times and things like that, or is it just not that black and white? It, it can be done. They did it up in Salt Lake County with the Unified, Unified Police yeah. Department. On the other hand, you saw what Harriman did. Hey, our response time's 15, 20 minutes. Hmm. We want 10 or less. And so they did their own police department. They worked with the sheriff's department to do that. Um, we back up our Washington County Sheriff's Department. They back us up. If there's a serious incident here in the county, you could have law enforcement and highway patrol. You could have any and all the law enforcement agencies combining. And we meet annually with the different law enforcement agencies to correlate and plan for emergencies and and contingencies i i know this uh and obvious it's an obvious answer but if i've got a situation whether it's a medical emergency or or heaven forbid some kind of invader in my home uh i don't want to wait 20 minutes there's i mean duh you know i i mm-hmm. want the police officers to be there in five minutes or less uh hopefully less hopefully two minutes and uh, of course, that brings up a whole new uh, deal where, okay, well, maybe we should be armed in our homes uh, to take care of ourselves in case it does take some time for law enforcement to get there. So, all right, let's go back to the phone lines. Caller, you're on with Andy and with Mayor Bramble from Hurricane. How are you today? Um, well, good morning, gentlemen. Morning. You know, one of the problems with having a uh, a police chief is that he's completely insulated from the public. And we elect the sheriff, and if we feel that the sheriff isn't doing his job or that the enforcement that's taking place within the sheriff's department, we have direct accountability. And this is a problem in Minneapolis that, you know, this cop that, that killed uh, George Floyd, he's got a, uh, a list as long as your arm of problems of being too aggressive, uh, violent, uh, you know, clearly a problem officer. And because of the union, because of the politics involved, you can't hold these these bad cops accountable. And just like a lot of other uh, folks on this call today, I 100% the police department or military, but I don't support bad cops. And we know that they're out there, but the unions protect them. The mayors seem to protect them. At least that clearly was the case in, in Minneapolis. And so to the point of the uh, uh, first caller, 
you could you could source the sheriff's department so that you did have reaction times or you know response time from calls that would be acceptable. But I'd just like to remind everybody, the police department and the sheriff's department generally isn't there to protect you from a bad guy. They're there to fill out the paperwork. You are your own first responder, and you need to be prepared to defend yourself, just like you said, Andy. Maybe, maybe we should be armed. Of course we should be armed. We are the first responders, not the police. You know, the saying is, is that uh, the, the cops are just minutes away when seconds count. And that is so true. And so it goes back to accountability. I can choose and the community can choose to change the sheriff. But we have no ability because of politics, unions, and lots of other reasons. Uh, friendships. You know, the, the mayor selects, uh, at least depending on the city you're in, uh, there's relationships there that they go much deeper than a man doing his job. And so I, I support what the earlier caller talked about. And, and few people know this. But the sheriff is the highest law enforcement officer in the county. He's even higher than the FBI, the CIA. It doesn't matter what federal agency comes in. They operate under the authority of the sheriff. And unfortunately, too many sheriffs don't know that. But that's the law. All right. Thanks for the call. Mayor, uh, you know, he brings up a, a, an interesting point in that, uh, you know, the police chief is an appointed position. It's not an elected position. Uh, and it can be if you have, say, a crooked mayor or a crooked police chief, uh, a way to, you know, uh, get a, a bad guy in a, in a good spot again. Is that something that, that are there fail safes for that? Well, absolutely. You also elect mayors and city council. And if there's a problem, by the mayors or city council can uh, recall a sheriff or, well, a, a county can recall a sheriff, a a um, city can recall a police chief or or review them. Quite frankly, we have body cameras on our police officers, and we also have cameras in our um, in our cars. And we periodically show video to our police officers. Hey, is this appropriate behavior? And they re- review that. And and um, any that have had problems, they, we've corrected, and they've either corrected or they've gone. And so, um, yeah, I, I agree with the, with both callers. I ac- absolutely support the Second Amendment. I think the average vehicle in Hurricane has at least one one gun, some two and three, and some even four or five. Uh, Southwest Utah is notorious for being armed and well prepared, and I think that's a great standard of hey, we want people to have and enjoy and exercise the second amendment right so they can protect themselves and every one of my children know how to use a gun and i'm starting to teach the grandchildren how to use guns appropriately safely put them away but guns aren't necessarily always the answer but they can be a last resort if someone's threatening your life property or your yeah, you're, you're you're very well being that it's kind of interesting i got to get commercial break in but i wanted to bring this up a, a great object lesson you told the story about the uh, bull elk uh, wanting to run you down all you had was a knife if you had had a gun who knows how oh, yeah. how different that story would have ended a few weeks after that i had a 44 magnum on my hip that probably would have slowed him down a bit oh yeah <laughs> 
<laughs> All right, Mayor, let me get this commercial break in, and we'll be back. Uh, we've only got about five minutes left, but we'll be right back. I do want to thank Joe Shoney. He is a local loan consultant serving Southern Utah for more than 25 years. He goes online. He says, please do a review of me with your experience, and it's turned out well. Uh, 360 reviews now for Joe Shoney. The average 4.91 out of five stars. Incredible. The latest one, Nathan, says, Joe looked out for our best interest and took care of business. And Amanda says, I wish I could give Joe and his team 100 stars. They're so quick to respond. They went above and beyond on everything. It's Joe Shoney for all your loan needs. Give him a call today, 435-590-6300. Welcome back. Down to the last three minutes of the show. Mayor John Bramall in with me. John, thank you so much for coming in. I appreciate you, man. You you bet. Glad to be here. What, about 20-minute drive, 25-minute drive from your house to here? Yep. Well, again, thank you so much for for, uh, coming over. Uh, Hurricane City, I lived in Hurricane for seven years. Uh, was was a proud citizen of of Hurricane City. This was before you were mayor, but uh, doors are still open. <laughs> I, I might come back. I, I, I like to live a little closer to work right now, but may, maybe once I once I uh, hang up the uh, microphone, we'll, we'll think about doing that. I, I want to get out to your ranch sometime and check out those elk and, uh, and bison. You got some beautiful bulls out there with some pretty nice racks growing on them. I don't think I want to get as close as you were to that bull elk, though. <laughs> this time of year, they're not so bad. When they're not in the rut, they're not too bad. Uh, you know, we were talking about, obviously, social distancing and COVID-19. We've been talking a, a little bit about the, this uh, concert up in Cedar City. Uh, and then uh, also uh, the hot topic right now, of course, is the Black Lives Matter and the protests and, and things like that. Uh, Mayor St. George got taken, uh, got a picture taken and put up on social media holding a, a little bit of an inflammatory sign. Uh, first of all, I'm sure you feel for John, uh, John Pike and, and being uh, kind of filleted right now online. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's your position on all that's going on with the, with the, with the protests? I know, I mean, everybody's anti-riot, but what about the protests? My, well, my position is this. Every life matters. Mm-hmm. Respecting life matters. So color shouldn't matter. And that's what we as a nation represent worldwide. Freedom, liberty, respect for human dignity, respect for life. Uh, you know, Garth Brooks said it right in his song, when the color of a skin doesn't mean anything, but how a man or woman acts means everything, that's when we've overcome the prejudices. Um, every... Everyone needs to love everyone and, and have respect for everybody. And the great thing about the United States of America is we are ruled by law. A president is accountable. A mayor is accountable. If we break the laws, we get thrown in jail. If a police officer breaks a law, he, he pays a price. If a non-police officer pay, breaks a law, gets they, there's consequences to that behavior. So... I support the rule of law. I support the Constitution. I support the Bill of Rights. And um, it's unfortunate that people get flayed. Yep. Thank you, John, for coming on today. Always great to talk to you. John Bramall from Hurricane City. Time now for news.